ervaring. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. Donald J. Trump is now President of the United States. What a great honor to be able to introduce for the first time ever anywhere the 45th President of the United States of America, Donald Potential. But um, we will get the job done. For beauty and for devastation. In this one steps, moment, it's just almost incomprehensible that they can exist right now. So. And we are grateful. So close. number 112 of Old Societies, the Red Wave is here. Welcome in, fam. It's your boy here, Scott from Old Societies, here to bring you a brutal, brutal hump day. Not for us. Not for us. Today is our victory lap as the Dems cry in oceans and rivers. The Red Wave is here, fam. I hope you're all feeling good. Welcome in on DLive, on Twitch, on Rumble, on Odyssey, and of course, the favorite, favorite online platform, live streaming platform. TheFoxhole.app. What up, Foxhole fam? I love you guys. Text page with the shades. What up, my dude? Thank you, Miss Brittany J. Already dropped me cookies. Oh, man. Yesterday and last night was absolutely crazy. Welcome into the show, everybody. Oh, man. If you guys were uh, hanging out with me last night, I really appreciate it. It was wild. It was wild. We didn't know what was going to happen. We didn't know if there was a shenanigans going to be pulled in Virginia. And right now, right now, New Jersey is still still up in the air. We're going to get into New Jersey because they're, that, they're still counting. I'm like, are they? is New Jersey really going to be counting by the time my show starts? And here we are, 5.30 p.m. Eastern, 4.30 uh, Central. I just can't believe it. It's an absolute joke, guys. We're going to talk about all the wins. We're going to recap everything that went down. And it's going to be fantastic. We're also going to recap the absolute meltdown of the mainstream media, the, uh, the lefty heads, all of them, because they absolutely exploding like the woman you just saw when Trump won in 2016. 
It's going to be fantastic. But in the meantime, let's get to the today's sponsor. Brought to you by FlipCityMag.com. The Flip City Mag. Made by two beautiful patriots out in California, guys. This is the Babylon Bee on steroids. I have the full print here. This is a full color comic book here that you can pass down to your friends and family. And it's also kid friendly. It's also not politically correct and in the no woke zone. These guys have been my sponsor since I started the channel. These guys are my very first sponsor. Absolutely love them. Love promoting their product as well because we need to laugh because we ain't laughing. We are crying. And uh, it's a perfect way to continue to support Patriot Business, guys. So go check them out at FlipCityMag.com. Go and hit shop now. You guys can get a subscription or single issue. But what I'm going to recommend for you guys, because we don't know what's going to be on the shelves by, by Christmas time. There may be nothing left, but I can promise you they already got they already got their January edition here getting ready to go. And looks like you can actually buy a subscription for that right now. It's worth the money. You can gift this as a subscription for your family, your kids. You can leave it on your shelf for years to come. It's a snapshot of history. And it mocks the same people that we mock on this channel relentlessly. Go check them out. FlipCityMag.com. Use code woke 10 get 10 percent off your order and all of that good stuff guys are you ready to jump the news blitz because we have no time to waste i want to get right into this winning because i want to go over everything that ensued last night until this morning because maga got a gigantic victory gigantic ass victory last night and the revolution started last night and yet here we are we have endured so much throughout the years endured so much this past year with joe biden getting inaugurated Going through this hellish year with vaccines and all the bullshit that's coming for our kids, we need to celebrate when we get a win, and we're going to be doing that today, guys. So without further ado, let's jump right in to the News Blitz. And starting right off the top with the most important topic of the day, guys. If you guys like Oreo cookies, Ritz crackers, and Sour Patch Kids, well, I'm sorry to say they're going to be going up by 7% more next year. This is brought to you by Zero Hedge. The knockoff, the knock-on effect for rising commodity prices, labor shortages, shipping congestion, and increased transportation costs will result in rise in junk food prices. Mondelez CEO Dirk Van De Poot, but poop, 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 but told CNBC Tuesday that Oreo cookies, Ritz crackers, and Sour Patch Kids will be more expensive next year. We at the moment are looking at starting off 2022 with a 7% increase in the U.S. Van De Poot told CNBC's closing bell. He said higher commodity prices and transportation shortages has added 6% inflation costs to the company, adding it's difficult to keep retailers well stocked with products. And the funny thing is, ladies and gentlemen, if you guys have been following the Fed at all, the Fed came out and made an announcement today that this inflation is just transitionary and not something permanent. Are they full of shit? Are are we really going to be trusting the Fed? That's what they came out to today. But, guys, I'm telling you right now, start stocking up. Get your shit because it looks like even junk food, the prices are going up for everything. And if you guys go to the grocery store, you're absolutely getting your wallet raped. But, unfortunately, this is where it's come to because with all those uh, boats out there, I was really really certain that maybe the Chinese ballots for the Virginia race and even the New Jersey race were probably stuck on the coast. But it looks like it's just Ritz crackers and Sour Patch Kids. Sorry to say, fam. Stock up now before it's too expensive. And the irony ensues for the woke MLB from Red State. Atlanta Braves win 2021 World Series, and I absolutely love, love this. Why do I love this? Because MLB went woke. The the uh, the the, uh, the main chairman, however you say, Ron Manfred, banned, banned Georgia from hosting the All Star Game because Georgia went woke and uh, they wanted to and they wanted to uh, put up these racist voting laws. They weren't racist at all. They were ensuring more uh, fair elections. And MLB canceled it. 
What's so funny about this? The Atlanta Braves out of Georgia ended up winning the World Series, and they hosted all these games, most of these games in Georgia as well. So looks like it backfired, and every time you go woke, except for this channel, it all goes to shit. So congrats to the Atlanta Braves. And as we continue on here, this is from Breitbart. Wretched Whitmere for all my Michiganders out there. This bitch is a witch. Gretchen Whitmere admin burns notes, destroys emails of coronavirus probe. Look at that evil, disgusting face. Does that look like a face of America first? That looks like uh, Miss Whitmere becomes first before everybody at this point. Michigan Governor Whitmere's administration has reportedly burned everything. And according to Detroit News, State Inspector Matthew Hartman of the Michigan Occupational Safety and Health Admin Find the city of Port Huron $6,300 after visiting on July 21st due to a complaint. Portman apparently fined the city without witnessing anyone not wearing a mask, and they wanted to burn all of this evidence. It is unknown why the notes and emails were disposed of. I can tell you guys right now why they were disposed of, because it probably implicates them of killing thousands of grandparents and old people in nursing homes, just like Phil Murphy did, just like Cuomo did, just like the Pennsylvania governor did as well. Woof. It's absolutely disgusting, but here we are. Are these people going to continue to get away with this? Most likely, but it needs to report on regardless. And also, from Politico, the Supreme Court appears likely to void New York's gun permit law. They would fucking do this as I already moved out. The Supreme Court is looking to shoot down a uh, case that requires people to get permits to open carry. And what this is, right now in New York, because I was trying to get a pistol permit years ago, and they wanted to... They wanted to give you, uh, you have to fi fill out all this shit. You either get it, it's either at home, you can keep it at home, or you have to get a whole different permit for a uh, full concealed carry, or you have to get a separate permit for just having it out of your house. It's absolutely ridiculous. The Supreme Court out in New York now is saying that they're most likely looking to shut this down. You're not going to need a permit um, to, have a, to have your gun outside your home. You're still going to need a permit to get a pistol, which I can see, but this is where they're going with it. Maybe New York has some hope, as we're going to see today. There's a lot, a lot of, uh, a lot of switching of, uh, Republic, of Democrat to Republican, even in New York, fam. There's so much winning, I cannot wait to get to it. And let's go to General Douchebag Face Millie. Looks like he's running cover for China once again here. What am I talking about? He says he doesn't know when China is going to invade Taiwan, if they ever will. And he kind of gives a bullshit estimation of if and when that could happen. Take a listen. In, in that same vein, we've also seen more Chinese air activity in the mm -hmm. defense zone surrounding Taiwan. Yep. Is it your belief that China is preparing to make a move on Taiwan in the near future? It depends on what you mean by near future. So I've said in testimony uh, that my personal estimate is, and, and I hesitate to speculate on anything in the future because anything can happen. It's, a wide variety of scenarios that could happen. <clears throat> but I would say that uh, based on uh, my analysis of China, I don't think that it is likely in the next near future being defined as, you know, 6, 12, maybe 24 months, that kind of window. <laughs> 6, maybe 3, 6, 12 months? We don't know. We don't know. And honestly, what do you know before anyone else? I don't even know at this point, but I thought that was pretty damn funny. That general douchebag dickface Millie is even talking about China. Again, he doesn't make any, he doesn't call any shots. He just advises. But I just find it funny that he's, it seems like he's running cover for China once again. Not a surprise. And out here in Florida, Governor DeSantis is still killing it. Today he announced that he is going to be making an election integrity 
um, branch, I guess you could say, that's going to be a separate branch altogether that he's going to be having during elections, its own separate thing that they're going to be going out, making sure everything's fair, everything's uh, everything's going on that's legal. And uh, he had some other words to say about Fauci in his, uh, in his Let's Go Brandon uh, little speech today. Take a listen. Because sometimes people ask me, Oh, man, how come Florida, 84,000 jobs, the rest of the country, you know, what what could be done to help the rest of the country? And I say, well, you know, the saying that I always think back, and it's a little bit of a flourish on how it's been used previously, uh, but a recession is when your neighbor loses his job. A depression is when you lose yours. A recovery is when Dr. Fauci loses his. <laughs> oh, man. We're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about Yunkin uh, as we get into the show here because pretty much what I my my whole understanding of this is right now all Yunkin has to do is try to pretty much copy what uh, what Governor DeSantis has been doing and it's gonna be going from there. In other news here, Marjorie Taylor Greene she went to with uh, with Representative Louis Gomer and my and myself talking Marjorie talking about herself were denied entry to visit Louis's constituent and con- and conduct oversight at the D.C. jail. I'm extremely concerned about the treatment of January 6th defendants and now all inmates being held there. And she's telling people to call the jail. Again, why are you hiding? Why are you hiding inmates from from politicians here if there's nothing to hide? Take a watch. What are you trying to hide here? Really, what are you hiding? I've never had I'd like to see the whole facility. I'm, I'm concerned about every single person staying here. You can give us that permission. We actually have a group of members of Congress, and we have oversight over the district. Yes, you can help us. Yes, they are refusing to open open this to Congress, and that tells you everything you need to know. These people, there has been some pictures that I've seen that come out that are absolutely grotesque in so many different ways that I will not show on the show of, of. some of the things I've seen that's, that's happened inside these, uh, these these facilities, and it's it's disturbing, it is absolutely disturbing. But maybe one day we'll get to, we'll get inside there. Maybe we'll even have a Project Veritas video to come out and see. What, that's probably what's going to end up happening, guaranteed. And also from uh, the Pentagon, their invest their investigation concludes U.S. drone strike that killed innocent cabal civilians and children in the final days of the Afghanistan war was not caused by misconduct or negligence, and doesn't recommend disciplinary action so the people that decide to nuke the silver worker out in afghanistan take him and his entire family out the one that joe biden declared that was uh, an isis operatives they said they did an investigation of it they know they killed the wrong people but they're just not gonna have any disciplinary action whatsoever you gotta be kidding me it's not surprising the military industrial complex is alive and well and it looks like the leaders up in the military are still cucked out woked out and then no one is going to be held accountable and unfortunately as and gentlemen this is some sad news we're going to get into this towards the end of the show from the daily mail new york city will start vaccinating children between the ages of 5 and 11 at tomorrow's at schools tomorrow even as the controversy rages over whether the low-risk age group should even get the shot it starts tomorrow fam and they're also doing it in the schools in new york city this is going to set a blueprint because california is doing it too and I know, I know people personally that have pediatricians that people are lining up at the door ready to get these vaccines starting tomorrow. There's people talking about it out here in Nashville, going to the Walgreens, the CVS, saying, we can't wait to get our vaccines for our two boys. Set up the appointment, dog, first thing tomorrow morning. Guys, it's going to get super ugly. It's going to get super ugly. I can promise you that. And as we go on here from CNBC, 
the CDC director urges kids who have who have had prior COVID infection to still get vaccinated. Remember, the CDC changed their definition of what vaccination is. They're still telling now, even if you got COVID, natural immunity does not matter. You need to go get your vaccination. And now they're even saying it for kids. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be seeing something in the coming months. That's going to be probably one of the worst things we're going to see in our generation when kids start dropping, because that is what's coming. And ladies and gentlemen, last thing for the news blitz here, let's hear the base judge from from Kyle Rittenhouse's case completely shitting on CNN, telling them they don't know the laws like I do, and they pretty much need to shut their mouths. Take a listen. So there's two different parts of the rule. One of them is the defendant has to have been aware of the decedent's violent acts or uh, turbulent behavior. Um, in the other one, it's circumstantial evidence of the victim's violent behavior at the time of the incident. That's what I admitted it on. Now, one of these, this was on CNN, uh, Jeffrey Tubin and uh, another attorney there. And uh, <laughs> it, 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 the comment was made that the ruling was incomprehensible. And I think they obviously are not familiar with this rule. That's our law. That's the law in the Jackson case. It's the law in the case of the United States against Craig A. Smith, which is 230 Federal 2nd 300, uh, Seventh Circuit case. And ladies and gentlemen, I've been watching this case on and off. This judge is based and lawyer for Kyle Rittenhouse is awesome as well. Ladies and gentlemen, that is today's News Blitz. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Welcome in, guys, to the show. That news blitz flew by, and I'm okay with it because the stuff that I really want to jump into is on the other side of the intro, and it's a lot of winning. Thank you guys so much. Yes, Last night was uh, completely unplanned. Completely unplanned. I did my regular show. We're going to watch some documentaries. I might actually do that tonight. Um, part two and three of Tucker Carlson's Patriot Purge. I have it. We can watch it tonight, possibly. I just got to schedule that out again uh, to see if I can do it with the kids. But we were going to do that last night until all the craziness started going down with Youngkin's race. And um, I thought for sure we were going to be, be able to watch uh, Youngkin's victory speech together, but it didn't come on until almost 2, 2.30 in the morning Eastern time. There was no way I was staying up that late again because I, had, I was starting to get PTSD again from what happened last November 3rd where we all stayed up together and it was a nightmare. We thought Trump was going to win and days, days went by. And Biden ended up squeaking it out with all the fraud that happened. And don't get me wrong. I, we're going to celebrate today, fam. But I don't want things to get twisted. This is a victory. But this does not mean that our, that our elections are shirt up, that the cheating has stopped, and that we have, we have 100% fair and free elections again. I do not want to get that twisted up because we saw numbers being shaved, certain counties being delayed, uh, th- uh Memory sticks getting uh, getting destroyed. We saw just machines just malfunctioning and things having to be rescanned. There was so much. And New Jersey is still to be decided right now as far as I believe. So let me just go over here real quick. OH Patriot, thanks for the shades, my friend. 123SKG with a can. Fox Yodi with a cookie. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate that. Okay. And H2O Maven also with a can. And Diddy Style, what's up, my friend? He says, yeah, that judge was straight punking that little cuck bitch DA all day. He even got so mad at him, he had to call a recess. <laughs> yeah, it's not looking too good. Um, 
it's not looking too good for the uh, for the prosecutors um, that are trying to go after Kyle Rittenhouse. This judge ain't having it, and uh, it seems like he's going to get a favorable ruling um, with all this. Even I've watched a couple of hours of it throughout the day today, and it was it's been absolutely fire. And the, and the, and Kyle's new lawyer, he was doing fantastic, absolutely uh, just drilling home. That Kyle is this good person, all this good stuff. But we'll, we'll dive into all that later. Mike Montana, this can Scott, can you share the link uh, to that little dong protest? It was hilarious. I'll try to find it, my friend. It was from yesterday's show. I'll see if I can go in the history and get it for you at the end. But, guys, thank you so much for donating on Foxhole. Keep sending those gold pill donations um, through the Foxhole platform. That is now fueling this, uh, this channel on a full-time basis, so I appreciate that. Thank you for the love. Keep it pouring in. I'll read your messages as they come through. And um, you guys can also send cash apps. Uh, those are all fine and dandy as well. Um, over on Rumble, send the Rumble rants. And DLive, you guys have the lemons. You guys know what to do over there. And I appreciate it. And over on Twitch as well. Thank you guys for the subscriptions and all that good stuff. You guys rock. And Ryder, thank you for that cookie. I appreciate it. So, you guys ready for the red wave? Because the red wave came hitting. And this is going to be our jumping off point, our motivation point. And um, I'm hoping, I'm hoping... We can do this, this the uh, the old American way by voting in people that the American people want. This is just the first step. I'm not getting my hopes up, but we need to celebrate. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, here is today's funny video. I kind of I kind of mixed a Steve voiceover video with a red wave Trump uh, <laughs> surfing down a red wave. You guys will see it. I'll see you guys on the other side of the intro. Take a watch. I would prefer you vote tomorrow. And tell everybody you know to vote tomorrow. Nothing like saying, you want to meet me tomorrow? What you, what you doing tomorrow? You got any plans tomorrow? Tomorrow's a good day. It's going to be a good day. But the point is... Hello? Yeah, I went to Kamala Harris rally. Right now until they fold, stay woke. Open up guys and keep them healed. All they do is lie, realize how everything is real. Through Project Looking Glass, the future is revealed. Future proves past, but there won't be any deals. Both society's fan, you know it's time to go. Grab your popcorn, sit back now, enjoy the show. Severe non on the mic, so come on, enjoy the flow. The wave is rising, and you know it's only gonna grow. It was freezing here this morning in Tennessee. It's the coldest it's been since we've been down here. 
And it felt like home again. It felt like New York. I think it hit like 37 degrees, uh, the low. And it hasn't broken. I don't, I think it's been in the 40s all day. We're, that's why I'm all, I'm all flanneled up here. I got moccasins on. I'm all, I am cozy as hell. We gotta get the heat turned on out here. We haven't turned it on yet. Chat, Chattanooga out here. Yes, Chattanooga is very close to where I live. That's like a 10 minute drive from where I live. Thank you all so much for hanging out. Mike Montana. Thank you again for the can. Rider of the Cookie and Loop de Loop also with the can. I appreciate it, my friends. Thank you all so much for that uh, support over on Foxhole. You guys rock. Thanks for hanging out on Rumble and D Live. I appreciate that so, so much. So, yeah. So, all throughout the night, guys, and I was showing you guys the, uh, I was showing you guys the clips as they were coming in. And remember, Kamala Harris was out with, uh, with McAuliffe for, uh, for a, for a night, and so was Joe Biden. And Kamala Harris said, this election is going to dictate 2022-2024. Go out and vote. Get your neighbors. Go out and vote. And she was absolutely right about that, 100%. But guys, as you got, when, you, when you were all following me um, on this live stream last night, um, we were kind of winging it, didn't know what was going to happen. We were seeing the shenanigans going down um, with, Yun- with Youngkin. Um, watching the shenanigans still going down in New Jersey, which we'll get to a little bit later. It's, uh, I didn't know what to expect. We had Richard Barris on. To me, he's the best pollster, independent grassroots pollster out there. And he's my usually go-to for any kind of, um, any, any kind of coverage for elections. And it was kind of weird to me. Um, I was thinking about it too, because he was really only covering Virginia for the most part, um, especially in the beginning and towards the middle. There was like no coverage of New Jersey. I'm like, I wonder why he's not covering New Jersey. I'm just wondering that because I wonder if a lot of these guys still think like, well, most of these states, they've been voting Democrat for decades and there's nothing really going to change here, nothing to watch. And I was thinking kind of like, is Virginia kind of a distraction from uh, from New Jersey? Because if we had won Virginia and New Jersey, oh my God. I mean, it's already a bloodbath as you guys are going to see here. It's already going to be a bloodbath. But the news came down. It was at 1.30 my time central. I was, I was watching. I stayed up um, watching on my phone. Youngkin pulled out the win. And it's really, really sad because the corporate media, it looked like um, the Youngkin campaign was waiting for the corporate media to announce the winner. And as much as they're losing viewers, as much as they are just bleeding out the corporate media itself, they do hold a lot, a lot of power still. And I hate to say that. And I know that's what their campaign was doing. They did not want to come out and do a victory speech and find out. Everybody, this was the thing. So many people out on Telegram, it was either, yeah, we won, or here comes the 3 a.m. vote dump. And I could see both sides of it. A lot of people in the chats in here were saying, Scott, you know, I wouldn't say a winner yet. I wouldn't call a winner yet in any of this because it's going to be these, these vote dumps. And I totally get it. But I don't live in that negative world. I just don't. Until things happen, until they're in front of me, I don't live in that world until it's actually reality at this point. Speculation shit for me has gone out the window. That went out the window when Joe Biden got inaugurated. And we just thought, everything's going to work out perfectly just the way we thought it would. It didn't happen on January 20th. Not the way we thought. And, um, you know, right now, after the big win from Youngkin... I got to say, fam, I don't think MAGA in this movement has been, ever been uh, more stronger and more focused. And I think having Trump mostly out of the picture for the, for the most part, it has invigorated and strengthened us even more because 
They can't blame everything on him. The Democrats are still trying to blame everything on him. They can't keep that man's mouth name out of their mouths, as we're going to see here in a little bit. But fam, you know what happened yesterday? It wasn't just Yunkin. It was a full-out sweep. Full-out sweep of Virginia. Virginia has, held, uh, has been blue, I believe, since 2009. A whole decade. And we got a full sweep up from the Attorney General all the way from Lieutenant Governor and Governor. That is a humongous win. And you want to know why. You want to know why it's even better. Because and I, and I hate playing race. I hate playing race here. But the thing is, when you're called a racist, a white supremacist, when the entire group of people, entire movement is labeled as these Nazis, what does the media have to say that Virginia voted in a woman, a African-American Jamaican woman who was an immigrant, and is now the lieutenant governor of Virginia, ex-Marine, loves guns, and she was memeing the shit on her Twitter, memeing the shit out of, out of uh, Kamala Harris, calling out Joy Reid. I'm going to play you. This, this woman here, she is based, and I can see exactly why she won. She's a black woman who is a Republican. Oh, they can't be at the libs cannot be having that. She must be a Nazi. I want you guys to listen to what this woman had to say in her victory speech. Take a listen. Victory indeed. But I, I say to you, there are some who want to divide us, and we must not let that happen. They would like us to believe we are back in 1963 when my father came. We can live where we want. We can eat where we want. We own the water fountains. We have had a black president elected not once but twice. And here I am living proof. She is living proof. And you want to know what the you want to know what that's going to send the media into. What's going to send them into? It's going to be this. Donald J. Trump is now president of the United States. A black woman, Lieutenant Governor. What a great honor to be able to introduce for the first time ever. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck these libs, guys. That woman is based. That is Winsome Sears. I had never heard of her before until last night, but I immediately became a fan within 10 minutes of her speech because she talked about the division that these people are trying to ram down their throats, and she's like, I'm living proof. I'm living proof of the bullshit that these people are perpetrating on the entire country. The the people are done. The people are done, fam, with the racist shit, with the transphobia shit. We're done with it. And she completely crushed it, completely crushed it in her speech. She is a gun-toting ex-Marine, Winsome Sears, wins Virginia race for lieutenant governor, the headline here from Zero Hedge, and she, she, she absolutely crushed it. She's like, I'm telling you, what you're looking at is the American dream before launching into a story about her father's journey to the U.S. from Jamaica. When I joined the Marine Corps, I was still a Jamaican. Her father came over here from Jamaica, an immigrant, did it the right way, busted his ass, worked many jobs, put himself through school, 
and carried that on to, uh, to his daughter, who went into the Marines and became what she is today. And I didn't know who was running at first. I had no idea. But I want, I want you to see the savagery that this woman was putting out already. She was tweeting this out, and of course she doesn't even have a check mark yet because the liberal soy boys are probably melting from the garlic that is America first through their screens. We can't give this witch a, a check mark. She's a black Nazi. That's probably what she that's probably what they're they're, they're ringing into the screens over in Silicon Valley right now. But she put this out. She says, We did it. <laughs> Team Youngkin. <laughs> we did it, Glenn. <laughs> I love the meme warfare. If you're gonna be part of this movement, you have to know how to engage with memes. It's just the way it is. And thank you, uh, Greater Nick, with a can. Love seeing karma play itself out. Go Braves. Absolutely, my friend. Absolutely. It's so hilarious. And by the way, guys, if you guys weren't following, you know who won the last mainstream outlets? The corporate, the corporate media. The corporate media that was following this would, was just like, we can't say Yonkin won yet. We have to see. We have to see if the cheating could withstand. And Richard Barris, guys, they call Richard Barris called it at eight thirty, and he signed off eight thirty my time. Eight thirty my time, he called it, and he signed off. He's like, "There's no way, even even with fraud, there's no way he can make up the margin." And he was the only one. And all these other outlets, they they were just beside themselves. And Fox News is one of the last ones tells you everything you know about Fox News. We want to know what's funny because we're getting we're going to get into Joy Reid because I think Joy Reid was last night's biggest loser out of everybody because. She went into a tirade about how Yunkin, he won on the premise that CRT is fake and that CRT is goat. They're a ghost. Uh, this is a ghost narrative. None of it, none of it exists. And look what happened. All these, all these parents showed up. Lieutenant Governor of Virginia, this is from the post-millennial. Lieutenant Governor of Virginia Winsom Sears challenges Joy Reid to have her on NBC if she's woman enough. And I would love, I want to see if this race-baiting bitch is going to bring on this base lieutenant governor now and have her on the show to talk woman to woman to see if uh, it's to see if they could hash out their disagreements. <laughs> oh man! After winning the lieutenant governorship of Virginia, Winston Sears challenged Joy Reid's a uh, challenge Joy Reid a pundit who has claimed the Democrat issues. Democratic losses are essentially the result of white supremacy. That's what she went on and talked about, as we're going to see here later in the show, fam. They went right to look at what white supremacy is capable of. How long are these people going to continue this? And you know what? I hope they keep continuing the narrative. I hope they do because it's a sinking ship. It's a losing ship. Yes. MAGA showed up and put a lieutenant governor, a black woman in power. That they did. Must be really racist, right? Because it wasn't just her. It was down the party line. Republican Jason Mieres outs Democrat to become first Latino Virginia Attorney General. Hmm. Latino. You guys see the crumbling narrative of what's happening right now. This is why last night was so powerful. It's sending a message to these douchebag Democrats, these scumbags, these fascists that they are. These projectionists, these professional projectionists, the real racists are on TV every single night. The grassroots movements, what we have created here, 
and all the other Patriots across the country, they are the real news now. We, we are, I don't even like calling myself news. We're just regular people here, guys, discussing and having conversation and getting the truth out. That's all this is. But the first Latino Virginia Attorney General, are you kidding me? We got a black woman and Lieutenant Governor, Latino Attorney General. And it ain't about their race. If they deserve to win, they deserve to win. But my God, this is just nuking, 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 nuking these uh, these narratives that they've been perp- that they've been putting on us for years. M three Meek, uh, M- uh, let's call you Meek. Well, they can. What was her name again? Glenn. Wait for it. A Wookie. <laughs> yes, my friend. But you want to know what's crazy? People have been talking about, and I myself, we're talking about how Joe Biden is a walking red pill. Let's go, Brandon. Fuck Joe Biden. It's going, it's everywhere right now. It's taken the country by storm. It's taken the world by storm. And the first Latino getting into power, that minority group voting all showed up for Republican. Big bad news. For the Democrats. Just watch this little clip here. Listen to this. Yo creo que Biden me convirtió en republicano. Biden está destruyendo la economía. La, infl- los, los, la inflación está por los, por los cielos. Y es terrible todo. Yo creo que Biden... He said, I believe that Biden turned me into a Republican. Me convirtió en republicano. Biden está... Biden is destroying the economy. Inflation is through the roof. And everything is terrible. (laughs) And there's McAuliffe signs all over behind him. And he was a Democrat. He was a Democrat. And for Sir Maxius... Over on Twitter, FYI, Yunkin beat McAuliffe with Hispanics 55% to 43%. I've been telling you, Hispanics are moving fast into the GOP column. Hell yeah, they are. Because the ones that got over here, the ones that were born here, they're legally, they're supposed to be here. They are American citizens. Welcome to America. Embrace our culture. Embrace everything that America is. You're not trying to cancel us. We will accept you as family. I don't care what race you are. It doesn't matter. They are moving more and shifting more into the Republican column. Reggie V with the shades. America is back. Waiting for my let's go brandisher. Yes, I saw your order come through yesterday, Reggie. Hopefully that'll get out as fast as possible. Cost observer with a cookie. Thank you, my friend. True diversity is hiring the best person for the job. No racists here. That's how it is, my friend. We don't want no more diversity hires in the FBI, CIA, even if it's my damn pizza shop. If you get deserve the job, I don't care if you fuck dudes. Fuck binary, I don't care who you fuck. It doesn't matter. If you deserve to get the job, you deserve to get the job. Qualify that with a cookie. From your throat, I will only call it the Brandon administration. Yes, DeSantis, uh, he said that today. And Cora Bell with a can. Thank you, brother, for uploading a bit shoe again. means a lot and helps her channel. Uh, yes, I find, bit shoe was not uploading my shit for a while, and I have no idea. Hot Rod's in the house. Great to see you, my friend. And with a cookie. Ha, let's go, Brandon. Absolutely, my friend. Absolutely. But guys, the winning wasn't just in Virginia last night. There was seats being flipped everywhere. I mean, I'm talking about the red wave. I'm not just talking about Virginia here. From the New York Post, Republicans win four New York City council seats. Guys, I'm telling you right now, this does not happen. I've lived in New York my entire life. This normally does not happen. Republicans won four contested city council races in Brooklyn. 
Brooklyn and Queens and Staten Island. This does not happen, fam. And there's a fifth in a potential upset. Republican Anna Vernikov thumped her Democratic opponent, Steve Saperstein, for an open seat in Southern Brooklyn's 48th Council District by nearly 30 points. This is where AOC resides over, fam. Do you guys understand how big this is? <laughs> this is a bleed out. And it wasn't just New York guys from Long Island. From Frank Amadolia, a stunning transformation on Long Island. Nassau County GOP sweeps local elections, takes back takes back county executive, comptroller, district attorney offices, retains county clerk, adds seats to legislative majority, best results for Nassau GOP since 1997, guys. And I don't want to forget either, the Virginia House of Delegates, it all swung to the majority for Republicans. They fucking took over everything. The entire state flipped. Long Island, all the local elections, for the most part, flipped red. And that wasn't just that. Also, from the Western Journal, Republican flips Texas House seats and district where Biden won by 14 points, guys. 14 points. This was just a year ago. This was just a year ago. While most of the attention nationally was on Republican victories across Virginia and surprisingly close race in New Jersey, one Texas, I don't know why they're, it's like people are just forgoing New Jersey. I feel bad for New Jerseyans. I really do. One Texas special election could be a sign that Democrats are in trouble nationwide. Republican John Lujan defeated Democrat Frank Ramirez 51% to 49 on Tuesday to take the House District 118 race. Seats are getting transferred all over the damn place, fam. All over the damn place. Pennsylvania. Republicans sweep Pennsylvania elections. This was a Pennsylvania Supreme Court race. Conservatives held on to retiring Republican Justice Thomas Saylor's seat. Republican Commonwealth Court Judge Kevin Brobson defeated Democrat Superior Court Judge Maria McLaughlin by more than 100,000 votes. The Democrats are getting lambasted. They're getting spanked. They're getting dragged. They are getting dragged through the mud right now. And guys, just to go through this, Republicans flip mayoralcy in Rochester, New Hampshire, a city that voted Dem since 2005. Another big race won, a, a mayor. And by the way, the New York City mayor, de Blasio, he lost. He lost to a Democrat, but he's gone. And supposedly de Blasio is going to be wanting to run for governor now, which is absolutely hilarious. De Blasio is done. He is done. And guys, of all the cities, besides New York, this one's way up there. This one's up there, too, out in Seattle. (laughs) There was a race for Seattle. This is from the Independent Journal Review. Republican poised to defeat police abolitionist Dem candidate in Seattle City attorney race. The attorney, attorney general out in Seattle is, I think this race is uh, pretty much called now. The Republican candidate for Seattle, Washington City's attorney, is poised to defeat a police abolitionist contender for the position. Even Seattle, guys, they're like, shit, we want to feel safe again out here. We need to have our police funded. We can't be having this shit anymore. And the other thing is, too, I'm going to play this one earlier than when I I originally intended, but it's okay because it's perfect for right now. Out in Minneapolis, guys. Remember when Minneapolis was saying that they wanted to have a public 
a public um a public service crew and they're going to replace the police and have public servants take calls and manage uh, manage crime that went down in flames last night it was like a the, the vote wasn't even close majority ruled that Minneapolis yeah we we want our police we want our police back we don't want to abolish our police and this was a video from uh, NBC News talking about just that exact sentiment. Look at this. The, the outcome in Minneapolis also reflects what Jim Clyburn warned back during 2020. That message about police and whether you call it defunding or reforming or becoming a public health safety department, that doesn't work with voters. Not in urban areas and probably not in other areas. Also, It doesn't work with voters. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. It doesn't work with voters. Your family, the families want to make sure they're safe. They want to, they want to maintain that they're safe. If they're getting robbed, if someone gets stabbed, someone's getting raped, someone's getting killed. They need a police force to come and help them and protect them. Not some bullshit, not some bullshit public service. I don't even know what you call caseworkers. Thank you so much for all the cookies, Hot Rod. I see you pumping them out. I appreciate it, my friend. Do you guys, are you seeing all the L's that are stacking up for the Democrats right now? This, can you imagine if they ran another election right now? This would be, this would be the majority of the country. Hands down. Hands down. The culmination of the, of the final year with COVID, the, uh, the summer of love, all those riots, the race wars, uh, the culture war that's going on right now. When Trump left, it left, it left a huge hole. The Trump bump was gone, and it was it was a it was an opening point, a realization for a lot of us. Like, listen, nobody's going to be our savior. Even Trump, Trump's not going to be our savior. He's still the kingmaker of the party by 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 no doubt. But my God, we need to get involved. We need to get involved. And guys, what I'm what like when I showed you guys what happened out in Long Island, where there's GOP sweeps of uh, all the local elections. That is what matters right now. This, I want to be an encouragement to all of you out there that are even considering, you don't have to, you don't have to get crazy into local politics, but you can get involved. And all it takes is to get involved locally and it has effects nationally. It does. It absolutely does. This should be an encouragement to everybody that's even considering it. Now is the time. School boards, whatever it is, now is the time. And I bring up school boards, ladies and gentlemen. This is why this shit's so hilarious. This is from Phil uh, Kirpin. A 19-year-old, Nicholas Seppi, obliterated one of the school board members who ruined his senior year last year by 17 points. I don't know the full story behind this, but this 19-year-old kid who had his final year in high school ruined by this corrupt school board took it upon himself to go run. As a, as a, he's, he's a kid. He's 19 years old. He's a young adult. Nicholas here, he beat uh, whoever this is, Terry Alabarda, by a gigantic margin. Crushed him. 19-year-old kid took it upon himself. You ruined my school. You ruined, you're ruining our education. 19 years old, goes and runs for, for a school board position, and he wins it. Guys, it's not hard. It's really not hard. If you got America first as your agenda... There's nothing that can stop you. Besides evilness and these corrupt demons, yes, they are going to do everything to stop you, but the people will have your back. 
Parents will have your back. Whatever it is, we saw it. We, we witnessed it yesterday. And the savagery, ladies and gentlemen, because the Lincoln Project sent, they uh, did Tiki Gate. They had, uh, they had a Confederate denim flag man in front of the cameras. It all went to shit. This is the savagery. Look at this. Virginia governor-elect Glenn Youngkin sends a fruit basket with a thank you card to the Lincoln Project. <laughs> it's the least we can do. After all, they were instrumental in helping us defeat Terry McAuliffe, said a young, young a Youngkin uh, aide. And yes... They don't get it. Hot Rod says, what I love the best is these morons still don't get it. Even this morning, the mainstream media is still doubling down on CNT and CRT and the BS. My friend, we are, go- we are going to show you the, uh, the meltdown here in just a moment because I want to talk about Jersey. But I want to show you guys the takeaways. The takeaways that the Democrats, they're in some big, big trouble. This is from Will Chamberlain. Youngkin may be an establishment, but he won on anti-wokeness, not tax cuts. Trumpism as a policy platform is very popular. Two, Dems are absolutely screwed in 2022. And three, we'd be silly to nominate Trump for president in 24. He lost by Virginia. He lost by 10 in Virginia. Now, I don't agree with this last one because this is the thing, ladies and gentlemen, if you're following this super close, Youngkin was, uh, he didn't didn't say anything about Trump. He kind of kept Trump at arm's distance. If you guys are really watching. Which is interesting. I have to. We have to. We have to talk about all this. So I'm going to keep that in the back of my mind. But it's going to be interesting to see where these uh, where these new Republicans go. Are they going to be rhinos? Or are they going to be legit? Because Youngkin's main thing was CRT and getting the best education back into Virginia. And usually that's a Democratic win. Is is on education. That's why education has been so fucked for so long because the Democrats have had control. But and that's usually a a, a, a Something they run on. But Yonkin can change all that. It's going to be interesting. And the thing is, a lot of people were upset with Yonkin because he didn't thank Trump in his uh, victory speech, but MAGA showed up for him. It's going to be very hard for these people to maintain their jobs if they're not America first. I can tell you that right now. And there's a lot of media pundits right now saying they need to maintain distance from Trump because they don't want it to be so much of a lightning rod. They don't want to. They don't want to ruin it. So that's going to be a discussion as, as the year goes on, fam. It really, it's really going to be. As much as I love Trump, ladies and gentlemen, I'm go, I wanna, there's, there's going to be trends going. It's going to be very interesting because there was another tweet out there by Mike Pompeo. Mike Pompeo put out a congratulations to Jerry Yunkin and said, congratulations, I look forward to, I look forward to working with you in the future. And Jack Sabic put out a tweet that there's rumors that Mike Pompeo might be running. If Trump runs, Mike Pompeo is going to be running against him. There's going to be other big players, fam. If Trump decides to run in 2024, it's going to be very interesting. But I saw Mike Pompeo put that tweet out. I'm like, why would he work in the near future? Is he going to be running? I already see it. Pompeo is totally establishment. I would have to agree. Will you break with a cookie? I'm melting, I'm melting. Wizard of Oz. <laughs> And Lori, wow, the cookies. So Yunkin, DeSantis, running mates. Oh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. We're going to have to see. 
But I loved what uh, what Steve Bannon said today. Quick clip here. Check this out. We're not going to rest on our laurels. Attack, attack, attack! Right now, we're going to we're going to triple down on this because we got them backed in the corner, and we ended the Biden presidency. Guess what, ladies and gentlemen? You killed it in the crib, and I don't care if the Democrats don't like it. Embrace the suck. We'll see you back. Embrace the suck. And guys, what I want to get my point across to all of you. Enjoy last night. Enjoy today. It's a win, but this this is not over yet. We have a shit ton of work to do. We really do. Our elections are not safe and secure by any means. But this is why I railed against Lynn Wood so hard and for months been warning people about him when he told people not to show up and vote. And then he flip-flopped the day before the election said, well, maybe you should. I don't know what did it. I'm sure maggots showed up. They overwhelmed the systems. Fairfax County was trying to pull some bullshit where they had to stop. Um, they had to rescan the ballots. That's what took forever. They were trying. The margin of, uh, of victory was too too much for the fraud. And you have to think about it. Zuckerbucks wasn't involved. They didn't have all this time to prepare for this major election. Trust me, when things are going to really start counting... This is going to be setting a fire underneath the Dems, guys. This is going to bring out worse, worse actions from these people. Because I saw a lot of people talking about the sentiment. Well, they let us win this one. They let us win this one because that's going to give us some safe feelings that our elections are secure now. Hell no. Hell no. The Democrats didn't. This is the last thing the Democrats wanted. I'm seeing some of this garbage out on Telegram. This gives us the safe feelings that the, that, that the election... Or, that's, that's literally spitting in the face of millions of Americans calling them stupid. We're not stupid. We're well-educated. We know what's going on here. We know exactly what's going on here. That's such garbage. But ladies and gentlemen, I want to talk about New Jersey now. And I feel so bad for New Jersey because I feel like they're the stepchild getting ignored at this point. New Jersey, Richard Barris had a... Um, he was pretty convinced Murphy was going to take it, but he was shocked that it was. it's as close. I, and as, if you guys can, um, if Tom, if you're out there, I don't know what the current numbers are right now. If, um, if someone can get me the current results on New Jersey, I don't even know if it's been called yet. I don't know where the numbers are. I don't even know what they're reporting at this point. But what I want here to show you is uh, the Republican running against Murphy. He had he he was winning for most of the night, and then it was up and down and super tight. But what I want to show you guys is people were watching this all night. There was a vote dump. There was a vote dump at three in the at three in the uh, looks like midnight three in the morning here, where these results changed. So this this was a screenshot of the graphic of the votes. It says, "Tell me you believe you believe in in, in voted fraud without telling me." So this was at twelve twelve twenty three. Bergen County was 100% reported. 100% reported. It was 52% to the Republican, right? At midnight, Bergen County, the biggest county, was 100% reported in red. And what happened? We go to 732 in the morning. A complete vote flip. This was 40,000 votes that they just happened to find. And it flipped to blue. 48 to 52. This is why I'm telling you, fam. This, these, these, uh, our elections, <laughs> they are not safe and secure by any means. 
And they are still counting right now. And, and Tom just put in the chat, 1.2 million to 1.1 uh, 1 million. Is I'm assuming that's probably and still uh, Phil Murphy's lead right now. There was vote flips, 100% reporting, and then hours later it flipped, and these counties are still being counted. And this was this has been going on since last night, and I don't know how long this is going to be dragged. Out. Tom, do you know how much you know how much is left? You know how much has been uh, reported, the percentage, because that was changing too. And Fox News is playing games also with the Virginia race. Um, where it would go from 97% reported and it flipped to 94% reported and they got called out on it on social media and they're like, well, it's just an estimate. It's just an estimate. And Joe Lynn says he must not concede and call for an audit. Joe Lynn, absolutely. I was talking to Tom before about that. He cannot concede no matter what. Do a recount, do an audit, do whatever you got to do. Fight this till the end. Because the Republican, the Democrats thought that Phil Murphy was going to be beating him by a million votes very easily. But this was being reported by the Gateway Pundit. The Democrat tricks New Jersey governor's race, Republican winning largest county with 100% of votes counted, then vote flips and Democrats miraculously wins county. Isn't it funny, guys, how it just, it just, when these vote flips happen, they just happen to flip to the Democrats this entire time. Every time. Every time. And Tom says it's 89%. It's been fucking 88, 89% since four hours ago. And it's what? 6.30 Eastern time now? It's like 1% every five hours. What are they doing? The fix is in, guys, in Jersey. Jersey is corrupt. But our man here, Brad, uh, uh, Brad I almost said Brad Raffensperger. <laughs> Brad, um, our man over here, he's on, uh, he's on Foxhole. And, and Gateway Pundit does this sometimes. They vulture, they vulture citizen journalists, and they don't give them credit. And I, that's there's just certain. I, this is why I don't trust. You know, Gateway Pundit's good, but they they do some scummy things sometimes. Our man Brad here that does that coho, he has his own channel on Foxhole, and does the Friday Night Show with Craig Mason. He did a great video here describing what he saw here in Jersey, and they 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 took it and gave this man no credit. So we're going to watch it and give this man credit. Take a watch. Well, would you look at this? Jack Chitterelli just moments ago with 83% of the vote in with a strong 42,000 vote lead. If you look to the left here, you'll see that Bergen County, the very top, the biggest county in all of New Jersey, with 100% reporting, shows Chitterelli winning 52% to 47%, okay? 100% reporting. But now, miraculously, with 87% in, Bergen County, which was 100% reported, all of a sudden just happened to flip. Boy, those must have been some magic votes to flip a 100% counted county. Despite being at 100% and staying exactly the same all the way up until now. And oh, look, now Chitterelli, instead of having a 42,000 vote lead, only has a 1,600 vote lead. Or if there was ever a state that needed a damn audit of like every election we've ever held, it's New Jersey. So once again, <laughs> that's Bergen County red for Chitterelli all night with 100% reported until the zero hour when all the news stations start shutting down and they think no one's paying attention. And then, oops, it all of a sudden flips to blue and there goes Chitterelli's lead. The same sort of shady vote flipping we watched in the 2020 election. Audit New Jersey. 
Auto New Jersey. Great little video done there by Brad. And Stax, thank you so much for the 700 gold pills and to a Freedom Rider with a cookie. I appreciate it, my friend. When they realized they were fucked in Virginia, they turned all efforts on New Jersey. Totally predictable. Yes, that's exactly what happened. So, I do, you know, New Jersey, they did flip a lot of seats uh, red. But I, as far as I know, are they going to drag this out to what, Friday? Are they going to drag this out to Friday? How long, how long are they going to drag this out in Jersey? I would really love to know. Piss Van Tingle, thanks for the cookie, my friend. Says, uh, I, to quote Q verbatim, these motherfuckers are stupid. They are stupid. They are really stupid. Right now, Phil Murphy, let's see, Bergen County. Tom, what am I looking at here? Is this the most recent update? Because Jack Citarelli here has 114,000 votes and Murphy has 104,000. Do they just... This is strange. So Citarelli won Bergen County. Hmm. Interesting. But what are they still counting is what I want to know. And where are those votes coming in? Why the hell is it taking so long? But fam, I do want to show you this amazing story to come out of New Jersey. This one is going to make you laugh your ass off. From Robbie Starbuck. The New Jersey State Senate president, who is a Democrat, is about to lose to a Republican truck driver who spent less than $200 on his campaign. What an amazing story. This is Edward Durr, ladies and gentlemen. Edward Durr is probably... He is a he he's essentially politically a nobody. He doesn't own a truck. He doesn't own a trucking company. He drives a tractor trailer for work, has three kids, has some grandkids, full-blown patriot, he's a constitutionalist. And I want you guys to see here. This man spent $153 on his campaign, and he's about to oust a long-term Democrat. Look at this man's <laughs> Look at this man's uh, campaign video. You can tell it's not, it doesn't have a lot of money singing. I'm not, I'm not ripping this guy by any means. By any means. Hat tips off to him. Kudos to you, uh, you patriot. You patriot man, you sir. I love you. It's a cheap, it's a cheap video. W- watch this, guys. And you guys are going to see the whole point of why I'm bringing this up. Hello. My name is Edward Thur. I'm running for New Jersey State Senate. I've lived here all my life, raising my three kids. In 2020, my opponent sat by and watched as Governor Murphy forced nursing homes to take in COVID-19 patients, resulting in the death of over 8,000 of our seniors. He remained silent as Governor Murphy, with his lockdown and mandates, forced the closing of over one-third of our small businesses, costing New Jersey family thousands of jobs. He has done nothing as seven out of every ten moves are leaving the state, placing a heavier burden on those of us who remain. The Senate president has spent 20 years in Trenton. Higher taxes, increasing debt, and a rising cost of living. We deserve better. New Jersey, it's time for a change. So together, let's end single party rule. Vote for me, Edward Dare, for Senate. So it looks like they just announced the race for Phil Murphy. Fox News, AP News. Fox News is really quick to announce that one. 
So it looks like they're calling it for, uh, for Murphy here. But I want to get back to this story because it's so funny. This man spent $153. $153. And the woman here, that uh, Monica Crawley, she said, it's hard to overstate the significance of this. I grew up in New Jersey. Uh, the man that, uh, that, that Ed Derby, his last name is Sweeney. Sweeney has been in New Jersey politics forever and amassed tremendous power leading the Democratic machine. Big Ed is going to beat him. This man with a $153 campaign <laughs> is going to take down the head of the New Jersey Senate. And that is absolutely hilarious. That tells you a lot of where things are going, guys. It really does. And it looks like, yeah, it looks like they're calling the race for Murphy at this point. And Ramona, thank you so much for the cookie. <gasps> Bookies! You know they cheated. You know they cheated. It should not take, it should not take two fucking days to to count votes. There's gotta be laws, guys. If there's if there's gonna be any election laws for me, it's gotta be states gotta have their shit in by this time. No excuses. Because where the, the inefficiencies lie is where the fraud lives. That's where the fraud just grows like a fungus. And those inefficiencies, we're just going to drag this shit out as long as we have to to figure out how much we need to win. There has got to be time limits. There is no reason why Florida can get their votes in a state so much bigger than New Jersey, have it done with it by the end of the night, and have it all set, ready to go. But New Jersey, you can't you can't do it by the end of the night. It's got to be dragged into the next night, essentially. I wonder how many dead people voted. I wonder how many mob votes there was uh, implanted there. I wonder how many. I wonder how many uh, how many th- how many votes were printed. But what I want to get into now, guys, is the absolute ringing and breakdown of the mainstream media and why these people are going to lose. And I'm sorry, New Jersey. There's going to be um, there's going to be. There's go- and guys, yeah, I don't, I don't really allow links in the chat. I just don't. I don't know where the links go to. I don't. I, I'm, I'm just super protective of this platform and the people in here. So that's why I don't. I, unless I look at them myself, I don't look at links because um, there's a lot of people out there that are, that like to. Uh, a lot of people that hate what, who we are and what we do. And some of these links can contain viruses, porn, and all the other shit. So that's why I don't mess around with links. It's nothing personal. It's just how I run things here. MHL one with the cookie. Fox News just called Democrats to retain the House and Senate in the 2020 in the 2022 midterms. I hope that's sarcasm, my friend. <gasps> that's so funny. That's so damn funny. But guys, I want you to look at some of these faces of uh, MSNBC here and their sentiment of what went down yesterday. Check this out. Big time. Big time. Big time. Let's talk about a big time sweep, though. And I want you guys to look at this man's face while you soak all this amazing, these amazing, amazing liberal tears in. We haven't even talked about the scale of the landslide for Republicans in Virginia, John. I mean, it's, uh, you know, the governorship, the lieutenant governorship, the attorney general's uh, office. And, and I, I think it may still be slightly not totally certified, but there I think the Virginia House delegates the House, is yeah. not going to go Republican. And, and, and this is a state that has not had a statewide Republican since 2009 when Bob McDonald's governor at the Senate level, at the gubernatorial level. The state was bright blue right. yesterday. And now 
as of Jan- next January, the state's going to be almost entirely in control of Republicans. And that's, you know, that's a bloodbath. Well, and, and it's a bloodbath in a state that dom- Democrats have dominated, dominated for the past right. decade. And bloodbath was the term that was coming up multiple times. Nice, nice to know. <laughs> bloodbath. That w- that term was mentioned multiple times. And no hurt feelings, fam. No hurt feelings about the links. It's not, it's not a big deal. That's just, that's how I run things over here. There's a lot of people that hate me. And there's a lot of people that can use this sign up for any account, pretend to be nice, then inject viruses and porn and all that shit. And I don't want that to affect myself or the other viewers in the chat. And uh, Piss Van T with a cookie. New Jersey has more crooks than Chris Christie has chins. <laughs> that was good, my friend. That was good. It was a bloodbath. And the Democrats know. The Democrat voters know. Watch this. We have an issue. We've been having an issue. We've just ignored the issue. The issue of Joe Biden saying one thing over here. Joe Manchin over here. Progressives over there. Bernie Sanders back here. All with different messaging. We've got progressives who are scaring the living you-know-what out of voters. And us just ignoring it. Acting like it's not causing a muck when it is. This guy ran on no policy. He ran on fear. And it worked. How are we going to combat that? We got to go back to the drawing board now. Because what was done before ain't working anymore. New game plan. Because we think this is embarrassing. This is what we'll face over and over and over the night of 2022. And then 2024. So we either deal with what we got to deal with, face the music, or we lose. And this is the conundrum, fam. And that's why I was asking, Piss, uh, who was it that sent me that? MHL1. If Fox News is saying the Democrat, I'm, I'm assuming that's sorry. I cannot, I cannot imagine. I, I, I'm not saying it's out of the realm that Fox News would go and say that, but are they trying to intentionally, it seems like any kind of voting season, they're just intentionally nuking, um, nuking their ratings. And the only one besides Tucker Carlson is the only one that I consider even watching sometimes. But guys, that's just the beginning of it. We're going to soak more of this in. Van Jones on CNN calls Glenn Youngkin the Delta variant of Trumpism. <laughs> these people, man, these people, they got, they got AIDS. They, 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 they got AIDS. I don't, what, what else can you say? These people are so warped and so disgusting. Look at this. First of all, it's not over. Um, you do have the, oh, the it's over now. folks out there uh, fighting for this on the Democratic Party side. The stakes are high. Uh, when this election is over in Virginia, we will know. Have we seen the emergence of the Delta variant of Trumpism? The Delta <laughs> variant of Trumpism. In other from? words, Yunkin, uh, same disease, but spreads a lot faster <laughs> and can get a lot more places. They just love, love, love talking. Love talking about Trump. And the Dems, they know. They know. They got to stop calling people racist. They got to stop calling mama bears and papa bears, telling these parents they cannot be a part of their child's education. They have to stop. This is why Glenn Youngkin sent a fruit basket to the Lincoln Project saying, thank you, thank you, What you guys did is exactly what the American people are sick and tired of. They're sick of it. They are sick of it. And we all are too. So thank you for getting more of your voters out. We love these Mexican voters, these black voters. We love these minority voters that have always more tend to go to Democrat. And guess where they're going now? They're going to Republican because they see what's going on to our country. But these people, 
They're, they're, they are straight up clowns. And the title of this video says, imagine, imagine figuring this out in 2021. Listen to this shit. I think that, I think that the Democrats are coming across in ways that we don't recognize that are annoying and offensive um, and seem out of touch in ways that I don't think show up in our feeds when we're looking at, at, at our kind of echo chamber. And I think that this is a message here. <laughs> it says we have an own, our own echo chamber. What a dog, man. MHL1, it was sarcasm. Okay, man. I saw, with Fox News, man, I don't know what them. Pam Tate also with a cookie. Bookie! Thank you so much. I, I, can't, I can't tell with Fox News. I really think they're trying to kill their base. They already did a while ago. But this was MSNBC. That was CNN. This was MSNBC in full meltdown mode. Um, continuing. Continuing the racist narrative. And, guys, I got a couple more of these, and we're going to wrap this up here. Check this out. I think we know the answer to some of this. I watched Glenn Youngkin's interviews on Fox News, and he did nothing that Claire's. He did not. I mean, he worshipped at the altar of Donald Trump on Fox News. He flew an insurrection flag at his rallies. He simply didn't. He played dumb about a, 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 a Zoom rally. He did not really put much distance between himself and Donald Trump on the big lie or the deadly insurrection in which police officers were maimed by flagpoles. So I think that the, the real maimed. ominous thing is that critical race theory, which isn't real, turned the suburbs there it is. 15 points to the Trump insurrection endorsed Republican. What do Democrats do about that? I think CRT is fake. CRT is fake. It's all fake. It doesn't exist. Trumpism. These people cannot get Trump out of their heads. Fujikash said, I love how Trump lives rent free in all the communist heads. Fujikash, I'm going to be showing you guys a clip here in just a moment of Biden. Or Peter Douchey. Douchey? Did I say Douchey? <laughs> Peter Douchey. Sorry, Peter. He don't watch my show. If he does, that'd be absolutely hilarious. Peter Ducey asked him a question. You guys just, you guys, how many times did you guys say Trump? Maybe that's really hurting you guys. Maybe you guys should actually focus on the issues instead of gaslighting the public and calling them domestic terrorists and racists all, for all year long. And the Democrats, guys, because there, Joe Biden has, there is no, the political capital, whatever was left of it for Joe Biden, guys, is dead. That's why Bannon said today, the, the, Biden, the Biden administration, whatever, the infancy of it, dead in the crib. Dead in the crib. And that kind of makes me cringe because I have kids, but I can understand the reference. The presidency is dead in the crib. It's already dead. They're bleeding out. It's not just them. It's the entire party now. And if they back up now, if they, if, because this is the thing, the progressives have been trying to ram down their, their really, their radical ideas. And the Dems have been kind of slowly, slowly caving into it to the point where it's starting to really hurt them now. So the Dems have two options. They can either backtrack, look super weak, and lose anyways, or they're going to dig in and go all in with what they're already doing. And as we can see here, the Democrats, some of them were approached today, and that's exactly what they're going with. Option number two, welcome to the death death spiral of the Democratic Party. They're going to continue to dig in. Take a listen. Nice. What Does it mean, actually what? give you pause that people are rejecting this push towards more progressive policies? I don't believe they are. I don't believe that at all. 
After today's loss, progressives and moderate Democrats are even more dug in. No one is backpedaling and instead are plowing forward with President Biden's social spending package. Pelosi announcing today paid family and medical leave is going back in the Build Back Better bill. And key moderate vote in the Senate, Senator Joe Manchin, who was against that idea, was kept in the dark about it. Senate Republicans say today Democrats are in denial. I think that's a bit big misreading of the tea leaves, so keep it up. If you think you need to be more liberal, liberal be my guest. And House Minority bag. Leader Kevin McCarthy says he thinks the path to flip control of the House in 2022 is even wider. The NRCC today announced 13 new targeted House seats that they are targeting of vulnerable, vulnerable Democrats that they think they can win in the midterms. And the chair of that uh, committee is saying that no Democrat is safe in 2022. John? <laughs> yeah, McCarthy was saying even Democrats who enjoy 16-point advantage might not be safe. We'll see. Mm -hmm. So, guys, the whole big thing of why this is such a big deal with everything that was going on here is you got to remember, Biden won Virginia by like 10 points. That was a year ago. And now this day is completely red. It's an indictment on the entire Biden administration and the entire voting process of 2020. It has been 10 months. And the state has completely flipped red. And Richard Burris was even saying it yes last night, talking about how 2022, nobody is safe in 22 as far as the Dems concerned. They're talking about guys, a hundred, a hundred seat flip, a possible hundred seat flip. Do you know how much damage, guys? This could be, this could end up being, you know, and I'm not going to sit here and say all this talk about politicians winning, the Republicans winning, because. The other point I want to make, do not let the GOP take this as a victory for them because they're scumbags. They can go fuck themselves too. Because a lot of them were saying, look at all this turnout for the GOP. Fuck the rhinos. The rhinos, they aren't safe either. They're going to be purged just like everyone else. This is why I'm saying, guys, we don't need violence to fix shit. Hopefully not. Hopefully not. Things, this, the way that things are going in Virginia, we're hoping this can be replicated in, in, in most of the states. And we can take back our country the way that's supposed to be taken back through voting. But let's wait and see what happens. Let's wait and see what happens. But this is why Joy Reid, why I, want, I didn't want to let Joy Reid off the hook. And I'm going to play this quick clip. This is why the lieutenant governor for Virginia called Joy Reid out. Because Joy Reid, it's all about racism still. Take a listen. And the exit poll showed that... Which was interesting that the coronavirus or that the virus was a very has low not importance to many yes, voters. There. Was it was education, right. which is code for white parents don't like the idea of teaching right. about race. And I mean, unfortunately, oh, that's what it is. race is just the most palpable tool in the toolkit. It used to be of the Democratic Party back right. in the day when they were Dixiecrats and now of the Republican Party. It just is powerful. I don't I don't disagree with that. But I also think white parents don't want their kids learning about race. That's her stance on this entire thing. <laughs> I hope, I hope Joy Reid lets her on her show. Let's, let's woman up, woman to woman. Let's go at it. Let's talk, Joy Reid. Let's talk about this. Maybe, just maybe, maybe, just maybe, Parents want to say, and whether their their kids look at gay porn being handed out in the libraries, their daughters getting raped by boys in skirts, and maybe, just maybe, 
they want to say in what's being taught to their kids. Maybe, just maybe. Maybe that's why, or maybe they don't want to be called domestic terrorists either for showing up to their school board meetings when they find out their board members have allowed their students to get raped and done nothing about it. Maybe that's why, Joy. So I was trying to figure out is because Jen Jen Sucky has been she's been gone she got she got COVID <laughs> she I, you know I, I you know people are like oh COVID's really bad I know COVID serious people have died from it Jen Sucky just really convenient that Jen Sucky just happened to get COVID uh, on this on this on this week which would have been which would have been so good to ask her questions about everything that's been going on very convenient that she got the Rona. Meek with a can. Maybe if the D's said they would give me 450000 I would vote D. Wait, who are D's? D's nuts. <laughs> Absolutely, my friend. Absolutely. But I was wondering if Joe Biden is going to be talking about any of this today publicly because he came back from Glasgow. Uh, Glasgow, apparently that's how it's pronounced. Glasgow. Glasgow, Scotland, talking about bullshit climate change that nobody cares about, China don't care about, Russia don't care about, but we're, we're going to reduce emissions by 2050 when we're all dead and things are going to be just fine here. That's what Joe Biden was doing, falling asleep on the world stage. The only public thing he had on his schedule today, at first it was nothing. The only thing this scumbag made time for was to come out and talk about how we're all ready to jab your kids. We're all ready to go. And this was him coming out looking pretty sick. The man could not stop coughing. Check this out. <clears throat> millions of doses and millions more to come by next week. These doses will be available at approximately, excuse me, <clears throat> I beg your pardon, I swallowed wrong. Will be available in approximately 20,000 locations around the country. The dude couldn't even talk. But the dude made, he made, he gave 20 minutes of his time today, his precious time, to come out and say, we're ready to jab your kids. We're ready. Starting tomorrow, millions of jabs. And this really, really upsets me, guys, because I really feel like the culmination of what is to come is going to be seen when the Democrat kids, liberal kids, they're going to they're going to start getting the uh, the heart condition, the heart inflammation, and kids are going to die, guys. Kids are going to be dying from this. There is no doubt about it. And what's going to happen? Who's going to get blamed for this? Because I at this point with how everything's going. If you asked me a couple of, you know, you know, about a month ago, who's going to get blamed for this? The unvaccinated is going to get blamed for this? I don't think that's going to, I don't think that they're, they're going to try. They're going to try. The, the corporate media will try to do that, but I don't think that's how this is going to play out now because I'm sure there's probably Republicans out there, conservatives that maybe have gotten the jab too, that decide to get their jet kids jabbed, and their kids might be dying too. So you're going to have both sides of, of the aisle. Their children suffering. And I don't believe, I don't really, I honestly don't believe at this point that they're going to be at each other's throats. I believe they're going to be going after Biden, this fake administration. But I just thought that was so evil of him. So evil of him. Out of everything that he, that he's, the bullshit where he fell asleep, all that, 
Didn't want to talk about any of that when he got off the plane to, uh, last night. Made time to come out to let the country know that, by the way, while I was watching this, I put a down vote. It's got so many down votes compared to likes, as they always do. I was surprised. I was surprised that Biden made time. He made time to take questions after this. I was really shocked because to no one's surprise, nobody cared about kids getting vaccinated. Everybody wanted to know. Everybody wanted him to weigh in on what happened to Virginia. What the hell is going on with your party, man? And Peter Ducey here brings up the fact that maybe it's not a good idea that you talk about Trump and brings up, brings up the, uh, the idea of the $450,000 per person that was separated in 2018 under Trump's uh, laws and a million dollars going to each family. This is asked of him. And Meek, thanks so much for the can. Oh my God, B-Tech for dinner was... The post of the day, B-Tech says, Joe Biden is so gay that if that if it weren't raining pussy, he'd get hit in the head by a dick. Oh, my God. Why do you guys make me read this stuff? That is really funny. And Foxy with a cookie. Why isn't Kamala showing Joe how to swallow? Do not come. That's a good, uh, that's a good question. Come. I'm going to come. That's a great question, my friend. You know what Kamala Harris is doing now? She's preparing to become the president. I can promise you that. Here's the interaction between Peter Ducey and Joe Biden. This ought to be good. I, I, I think so, too. Uh, about the way forward, Mr. President, as you were leaving for your overseas trip, there were reports that were surfacing that your administration is planning to pay illegal immigrants who are separated from their families at the border up to $450,000 each, possibly a million dollars per family. Do you think that that might incentivize more people to come over illegally? If you guys keep sending that garbage out, yeah, but it's not true. So this is a garbage Wall Street report. Journal, dude. Yeah. Okay. So 450, $450,000 per person. Is that what you're saying? That was separated from a family member at the border under, under the last administration. That's not going to happen. Okay, and then just a follow-up, because you mentioned Trump a couple times. When you went to try to help Terry McAuliffe in, uh, a couple weeks ago, before you left, you mentioned Trump 24 times. Do you still think that voters really want to hear you talking about Trump more than the issues affecting them every day? Well, the reason I mentioned Trump, if I didn't count the times, is because the issues he supports are affecting their lives every day, and there are negative impact on their lives. In my view. Thank you all very much. <laughs> I want you guys to listen to the reporter that shouts the last question at him as he's walking away. Is the Democratic Party too woke? Are they too woke? Please tell me, Mr. Biden, are we, are we too woke? Oh man, 24 times that this that Trump came out of his mouth. And McAuliffe's uh, last thing. And that's why Fuji Cash, that's what he said, man. These people live they these people live rent free, my friend. They live rent free. Maybe it's not a good idea. And guys, this is why I'm saying take encouragement in all this because we have been through so much in the last 3 to 4 years, especially the last year and a half, 2 years with COVID and the, our election getting stolen in front of our eyes. 
watching New Jersey get stolen in front of our eyes again. It's really shitty, but I say let these people continue to stay nasty. Continue, if sticking up for your kids, speaking out against a tyranny, speaking out against your government, if that, if that grants you the label of domestic terrorists, wear it proudly. Fuck these people. Because they're still going all in. MSNBC. Glenn Youngkin's victory proves white ignorance is a powerful weapon. Yes, because that's, that's what it is. Glenn Youngkin won because white ignorance. We're all just, we're all just a bunch of retards out here. And some other last, uh, last minute news I wanted to throw you guys. Remember that video we, uh, we did the live stream of the sheriffs out in, uh, Wisconsin? They exposed some voter fraud that happened in the nursing homes. This is from Margaret Cleveland. Racine County Sheriff's Office sends felony criminal referral to uh, WEC commissioners to prosecutor's office. Felony criminal referral. It looks like, fam, we might see some arrests and some people in handcuffs out in Wisconsin for the garbage they pulled out by taking advantage of the uh, elderly and voting. Amazing. And not only that, we also had another resignation. I don't really... I don't really like to go crazy on resignations, but it's no, this one's notable. This is from GPB News out of Georgia, Fulton Elections Director Rick Barron to resign. I wonder why. This is Fulton County's election board voted three to two. Director Rick Barron, and he is now going to be resigning. Hmm. Very interesting. Very interesting. And let me see where these guys ended up. So this was the video. This was the live stream that Joe Biden did. 121 likes to 1.1 dislikes. Race showed his ass hard again. Not a surprise. VTech Vandetta, thanks so much for the can. Victory Sips Patriots continue this fight. And let's take back our country. And Cooper Jr., yes, also the cookie. Only racists have to constantly talk about race. And that is true. Amazing. It's a lot of winning, guys. It's a lot of winning. So, last night was a celebration. Today is a victory lap. But we go back to work again tomorrow. And today's what? Today's hump day, Wednesday. Yeah, tomorrow's Thursday. We have a lot, we have a lot, uh, we have a lot of work to do. And I know it's a grind. I know it's troubling for some. I know it's emotionally taxing for some. Some of PTSD got triggered last night, guys. I thought Youngkin was going to get this shit stolen at some point, but it didn't happen. And it uh, looks like Uber Viking. She said, I can't do this right now. Love you all. Heaps and tons. Thank you all. We send in prayers, Youper. Uh, Hopefully everything's okay. And uh, you can always come on. You always ask for prayer on these shows. We're all a big family out here. Seven. We topped out at 750 live viewers on Foxhole. 436 on Rumble, 260 and 233 on Twitch, guys. We're pushing close, getting inching, inching closer to that 2,000 mark, guys. I'm looking for 2,000 live streamers per show, hopefully very soon, guys. The uh, the momentum's going to keep swinging up. MAGA is back, and we showed the country that uh, we ain't we ain't dealing with this bullshit anymore. So, guys, um, real quick, because I know um, I know you guys are bouncing out here to go to uh, see uh, Frank. I'm going to see if we can watch part two and part three of the Patriot Purge tonight. And also this other little video here that Bree sent me about um, 
about the obedience class and how these billionaires, these elites, are trying to get rid of the the, uh, the obedient class with these uh, vaccines. This has everything to do with these jabs going to our kids. Uh, these these documentary episodes are only about twenty five to thirty five minutes long. I was going to do that last night, but everything with going on with the election, I just there was too much going on. So tomorrow or tonight, maybe at uh, nine central. Uh, yeah, eight nine. I'll put the uh, I'll put the topic up, guys. Maybe in a couple of hours we'll do um we'll watch episode two and three of the Patriot Purge that uh that Tucker Carlson put out, and possibly this uh, this other one here about the obedience class because all it's all it's all very relevant. It's all very relevant. Thank you, DKNO, the cookie. I appreciate that. And HTO made with the shades. Thank you, sir. Do do it again and again. Always will, my friend. We don't go anywhere. We ain't going anywhere on this show. Tom says I need a I need a drink. Yeah, man, New Jersey. Feel bad for my New Jerseyans, man. They got screwed hard again. Maybe go the Cookie Fam. I'm so proud of the younger content creators, wise beyond y'all years. So yeah, it's crazy, crazy times. All I can say is, man, I, I just... My kids, they won't be growing up around this this garbage. But the thing... Guys, the thing is, and I, I really, I'm really serious about this. It's going to be really... It's it's one thing for adults to... Uh, for them to hide what's happening to the adults. I feel like it's going to be so hard to hide when the kids start getting really sick and the kids start having heart attacks. I... In some ways, guys, I just, I can't see some of these institutions like public school being the same way as they always been, either completely replaced by something else. I don't know. I I just can't think then when Democrat, liberals, conservatives, when their kids start having heart problems and going to hospital from this stuff, I don't think they're going to be going at each other's throats. There's going to be pain on both sides of that. Seeing your kids getting sick. I think that anger is going to be geared towards this administration. And it's going to get ugly. And if schools like Cal- out in California are mandating jabs to go to school, there is there is no other way that I can see that public schools, um, and, and maybe in certain states, maybe not across the country, but in certain, certain shithole states, Democrat states, they're going to go to the wayside. Ricky, check with the cookie. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Thank you. And there's going to be a big uh, gold pill pot because I got I didn't do the uh, I didn't do the uh, loud ticket from last night's, um, so that's going to be carried over in tonight. So we'll do that right now. But thank you guys so much for hanging out with me tonight. If you guys aren't going to watch uh, the documentaries with me tonight, that's all good. You know where to catch me here at five thirty p.m. Eastern. Monday, uh, Tuesday through Friday, and then Saturdays. Um, is our fun night where we can do where we, we we can go into anything that you guys want to. So let me get the lemons for everyone out on D Live. Thank you guys so much for those twenty four lemons. I appreciate that. There you go. Thank you all over on Rumble on Odyssey. I appreciate that. You guys rock. 
<laughs> so good. So good. All right, guys, in three, two, one, get your go pills. Go get your go pills. I think you threw me a cookie there. It's all mixed in with the gold uh, boxes. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate that. Thank you, my friends. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. And I think we're all set on the gold pills. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. So guys, if you're going to hang on me later, that's great. We'll do this again. It's an easy show for me. I just got to play some videos for you. Come in and out. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with me. And uh, we're going to do this over again tomorrow. If you can't hang out tonight, 5.30 p.m. Eastern. Until then, guys, follow me on Gab. Follow me on Telegram. Follow me on BitChute. I got my podcast if you guys can't watch on the show. Love you guys, though, on Foxhole, on Twitch. Thank you to my wonderful mods for always doing a fantastic job. And we're going to continue, guys. We're going to continue with this momentum. We are we are just beginning, though. Until then, guys, stay safe, stay strong, and stay woke. See you in a little bit. Night, guys.